Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Welcome to our show. My name is Deborah Rose, and I'm your host on Circle Talk. Circle Talk is one of the shows featured on CSNP, Circle Sanctuary Network Podcast. CSNP has a lineup of shows throughout each month. Mondays feature Lunatic Mondays with host Laura Gonzalez. She alternates weeks in English and Spanish. It can't be Tuesday without Circle Talk, and I continue to be the host for this fun show on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Wednesdays feature none other than Selena Fox. Are you in the mood for some magic? Then you'll want to tune in on Thursdays for Moon Magic with Jeanette and David Ewing. And CSNP has a new podcast, Blue Marble, on the third Friday of each month. Blue Marble is hosted by Circle Sanctuary Minister, Environmental Activist, and Eco Chaplain Char Bear. We have such a fun and informative lineup of shows, and we hope at CSNP you try them all. You want more information about our podcast or want to know how you can listen? If you go to circlesanctuary.org website, under our work, you'll see a tab with podcasts, and you'll see archive podcasts and all the ways that you can hear us. So please join us. Celebrate the full moon each month online with Circle Sanctuary Community. The next full moon, and it will occur on Monday, June 13th. Full moon circle rituals are held on or near the night of the full moon and are live streamed to the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel. Full moon circles begin at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, or 1 a.m. the next day UTC. Full moon circles can include invocations, music, meditation, poetry, reflection, and ritual working. They are, they are felicitated by Selena Fox and other members of the Circle Sanctuary community. Those joining in online are invited to bring a candle to Kindle during the ritual and are invited to interact with others in the chat on the YouTube channel. For more information, again, go to www.circlesanctuary.org, look under the event tab, and actually if you go to the main page, um, the full moons are on there, and so you'll get all the information. They are really wonderful and a way to connect, and please join us. Tonight, we are so excited to feature the music of Arthur Hines. He is a PSG legend. If you've ever attended PSG, then you have heard his Good Morning PSG. He's a headliner this year at Pagan Spirit Gather Your PSG. Arthur has had some, um, some issues, and so he may be joining us later. But if not, that's okay. We will catch up with him if he joins us. If not, we're just going to listen to his music. But first, let's hear a little bit about him. A performance by Arthur Hines is an unforgettable experience, full of magic, laughter, love, and music. Blending stories from the Celtic myth and legend with songs drawn not only from Celtic and American folk traditions, but his own inspiration. 
Author takes his listeners along a spellbinding journey to other times and places, the universal human spirit. Author's storytelling has enthralled audiences of all ages, and he is an accomplished singer-songwriter with a large following, thanks to his years as a member of the Georgia-based Celtic-American rock folk band, Emerald Rose. Author is a ritualist and has led ritual for over 30 years. For more information um, on Arthur, please go to www.rebertanation.com backslash Arthur Hyde. So hopefully Arthur will join us a little bit later. But if not, we are going to be playing some of our favorite music with Arthur. And we're going to start out from his dance in the fire album, um, Children of Kernanote. Ivy and musk, vibrating oak tree and stone. Head back out, chopping antler dust, ringing to sinew and bone. We big and woke, awakened are we into the great circle born. Rise and rise, come and listen and see, and after the call of the horn. We are the children of Canoonos, and we serve the lady of the land. We are the children of Canoonos, and we are strong in spirit, mind, and hand. We walk with the old ones, we strive to love and understand. We are the children of Canoonos, we are the children of To the moss laid wood, we walk the circle round. On city streets and gardens green, we serve the sacred crown. To get to the tune, the song of the earth, listen to what stones say. To step on the path, the circle of earth, come here the ancient drum play. The other children of Canoonos. And we serve the lady of the land. We are the children of Canoonos. We are strong in spirit, mind, and hand. We walk with the old ones. We strive to love and understand. We are the children of Canoonos. We are the children of Not 
are the children of Canoonos. And we serve the lady of the land. We are the children of Canoonos. We are strong in spirit, mind, and hand. We walk with the old ones. Who is tried to love and understand? We are the children of the new nose, and we serve the lady of the land. We are the children of the new nose. We are strong in spirit, mind, and hand. We walk with the old one. Who is tried to love and understand? We are the children of the new nose. We are the children of the new One of the great things about going to um, a festival, especially a fest gathering, is that you have so much musical talent, and you get to experience different types of music, different types of bands. Um, and the other fun thing is that most of the performers also, um, you not only can uh, buy their wares and buy their music there, and they can sign your CDs, which that is a big thing for my partner. He loves that. But you really get to know them on a personal basis because typically they are attending the festival with you. So they'll attend workshops, and you get to sit and chat with them. And many of them um, also um, give workshops. Um, Or they'll, like um, Arthur said, he's an experienced ritualist, and he has participated and led the main ritual. So if you are a music fan, or don't really know that much about pagan music and want to experience it, PSG is a wonderful way to get your feet wet, to to get to hear all the wonderful sounds um, that come about um, from pagan artists. In the next song that we're going to hear, this is from Radiant Brow, and it's I Am Taliesin. Not yet strong. The sword beyond the fighting night. But soon he will stay, and when he's done, he will know the starry inside. I'll Yeah. 
that it seems was brought up from the dead, a flowing now in the river spring, and I
great vocals. Um, that last vocal that you hear, you heard at the end, the um, pronouns is something that um, I talked a little bit about um, uh, Arthur and with uh, Good Morning PSG. Um, something about Pagan Spirit Gathering, if you've not been, they have something every morning at 10 a.m. that the whole community gets together, and they do what they call a town meeting. Um, it's a great time to get to see each other, meet your neighbors. It's really friendly. Typically, um, folks go, I try to get there like 15, 20 minutes before the meeting starts, get my chair down. Um, there's usually a, a, a small fire and people um, or, or a cold fire and people dance around. Um, they can use scarves. Uh, drummers get there early and start drumming. It's just a really, really fun time. Um, Dennis and Selena um, start off the meeting. They have announcements from the different coordinators to let everything, let you know, so you know up to date what goes on at the festival. If there's changes in classes, either additions or maybe someone had to move a day, they let you know that. All meetings and announcements, um, they break it up with uh, musical acts. And typically, author is one of the people that they'll call each morning, and he starts off um, the meeting with, good morning, PSG, which I cannot do it justice. So you are going to have to save your pennies and come to PSG because Arthur is wonderful in the morning meetings. So from his Tome of Mystery album, we're going to listen to The Cauldron and the Spring. In a different time, but in a land our ancestors knew well, there was a young lord named Clay Clogothus, and Clay had not yet joined with woman, for his mother, Arianrod, had laid a magical prohibition upon his head, and it was this, that he should not have a wife born of a race now upon this earth. And so Clay remained, how shall we say, mm, ignorant. But Clay was the foster son and nephew of Gwydion Updon, and Gwydion was the nephew of Moth of Mathonwy. And both Moth and Gwydion were powerful wizards, great in knowledge of the sky, the earth, and what lies below it. And so they consulted with each other, and planned, and schemed, and gathered, and braided the words together with the earth itself. From meadow sweet and maythorn made, red bean flower, broom to braid, chestnut nettle, primrose bloom, blue corn flower, oak tree's womb, from essences of stone and earth, from the water of the ninth wave burst. They brought forth a woman, and she was called Bloodwez. Bloodwez and Clay were joined together in mystery, and they lived together in joy and bliss for a long time. 
Before I go any further about what is to come next, I thought I should have a discussion with you about the whys of the matter. Some say that Bloodoez simply fell madly in love head over heels with another man. Some say that she resented being created for someone she did not choose. And some say that there are other, deeper reasons. Whatever the reasons, you'll get little guidance from me on that matter. So, Slave Hawkeffus, being lord, left his castle and went out to his land to meet his subjects, to see what they needed, and take a general survey of all that he had. Bloodweather remained back at the castle, awaiting Clay's return. And it is now that one Gronu Pebir enters our tale. He was, some say, Lord of Penkley. But whatever they say, what he was doing was hunting. And what he was doing was hunting on the land of Clay Hlaugafus. But, as hospitality suggested, Bloodworth invited him to the castle so he may be well fed. Ah, when the eyes of Bloodworth and the eyes of Gronu met, all that had existed before was now gone and forever changed. For something sparked between them, something indescribable but very recognizable. Some might call it lust. However, I would suggest that it might be something else as well. Gronu was seated at the great table, and food and drink were brought before him, and stories told. And as the night progressed, there was eating and drinking and talking and drinking, and talking and drinking 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 and that night Bloodwith was slept with. In the morning they awakened, and as the full weight of his transgressions fell upon his mind, Gronu was horrified at the morning light. And he tried to flee immediately. He said, My lady, I'm very sorry. None of this ever happened. Excuse me. I'm gone now. But Bloodwood said, No, 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 no. You must not leave. You must stay. And so they spent the day occupied. And that night, he was seated at the great feasting table. And there were stories told. And there was drinking and food and talking and drinking 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 and talking and that night Bloodwith was slept with. When the sun arose in the morning, Gronu was doubly horrified for his transgressions, and he immediately began to plead to be allowed to leave and explain that even though she was a most remarkable woman, he really had to be somewhere else. But once again Bloodwith pleaded with him begging him to stay, saying she needed him to stay. And so he did. And once again, they spent the day occupied. And then that night, Gronu was seated at the great table, and there were stories and eating and drinking and talking. And eating and drinking and talking 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 and... That night, Bloodwith was slept with. When the sun rose in the morning, Gronu was not quite as horrified in the same way. And he said, My lady, Bloodwith, surely both of our fates are sealed. Our doom is upon us. We cannot keep this secret. And Bloodwith, taking his face in her hands, she said, Gronu, you must 
kill Clay Clogothus and take his place in all things. Well, Grunu's eyes went wide. This is not the response he had expected. And he said, my lady, oh, I, I, I am not capable of this act. Everyone knows that Clay Clogothus is not an ordinary man. There is something wrong with him. He may not be killed in any ordinary way. And Bloodwiz said, Gronu, be brave. Find some secret place to hide. My husband is coming home tonight. Clay Logothus is done doing his rounds. And when he comes home, I will discover the manner of his death. And Bloodwiz awaited the return of Clay all day long. When he did return, he stood at the parapet of the highest tower in the castle, staring at the west and the setting of the sun. And that's where Bloodwith found him. She came up from behind and she said, My beloved, your death so terrifies me. Please, Clay, tell me what it is made of. And Clay Hawkoffus did not even turn around and he said, Oh, my beloved, be strong. It will be all right. For I may only be killed if I have one foot on the rim of a cauldron and one foot on the back of a horny goat. And only then, if I be standing neither on land nor water, and only then, if I be standing either inside nor outside, and only then, if I be struck by a spear of a year and a day, and only then, if it is crafted out only during sacred times, I will be all right. Be strong. When opportunities allowed, she went to Gronu and told him what must be done. And so Gronu returned to his own land to begin the crafting of the spear of a year and a day. And for the next year, Clay and Bloodwith seemed to live in perfect bliss. Anyone looking from the outside would never guess what was going on underneath. But the turning of the wheel of the year never stops. And the year passed. The year and the day arrived. And she went down to the river on a sandbar neither land nor water. And there she erected a small enclosure without walls or a ceiling, neither inside nor outside. And there she put a bathtub, which happened to be very cauldron-shaped. And she led Clay down there for a bath, because why wouldn't he go? And there he stepped into the bath, and when he was clean, clean of all impurities, he stood up, and climbed out of the bath. And as he did, she drove a horned goat right beside it. And there he stood with one foot on the rim of a cauldron and one foot on the back of a horny goat, standing neither on land nor on water, standing neither inside nor outside. And at that moment, Gronu stood up from behind a rock, holding the spear of the year and a day. He stood up and drew back the spear, drew back the spear and sighted, and threw with all of his might, and it flew through the air and struck Clay Hawkoffice. And with that strike, he cried the cry of a man, Ah! And the cry of an eagle, Ah! And he spread his arms wide, and his arms turned into wings, and his fingers turned into feathers, and his feet became talons, and he flew away into the west in the setting of the sun as an eagle. Clay Clogothus no longer dwelled in the sunlit world, and that left Gronu Pevier to take his place in all things.
Wow, that was wonderful. Well, guess what? We have a surprise. Our uh, mystery guest came on, and so I'd like to introduce everyone to Arthur Hines. Welcome, Arthur, to Circle Talk. Hey, hey, everybody. I, I'm I'm sorry I was a little late there. We had technical difficulties. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. So uh, are you getting ready for PST? We were telling all our what? listeners that they should go because they can hear you in concert. Yes. Um, my At the moment, my house is an utter wreck, but uh, it's less a wreck than it was yesterday because I've, uh, I've done almost all the organizing. Um, uh, I've got almost all the cleaning of supplies ready. I've got my piles more collated, um, and I'm actually starting to pack. So, so that's a good thing. All my gear is so, set. I have uh, the only thing I have yet to get is a uh, rubber boots, which I learned last time are a necessity. Absolutely, I did not the the year of the flood or the year there was all the water. I had flip flops, and so since then, um, I asked for and got from Santa Claus some rubber boots, and absolutely, those are essential camping wear when you go to a festival. Yep. Now, do you um, tent camp? Do you have a camper? Do you? Uh, I'm, do you I'm a tent. I'm a tent. Have no, I'm a, I'm a tent camper, and um, I always set up behind my booth. So I have uh-huh. I set up, which is kind of a kind of like a row house with the my tent, and then a couple of uh, easy ups, and then the easy up over my vending area. So I have it's all you know. I can um, just go from tent to kitchen to living room to merch and uh, that way I can be there almost all the time and people can find me and um, I very often play my guitar or other other instruments while I sit there and uh, entertain the world. Absolutely. We talked about that. It's a, a great way not only to experience the music but to get to meet the musicians and, um, you know, see them in workshops or attend their workshops or or um, and typically you've done all kinds of things. You've led rituals. You do concerts. You have done the talent show. I'm still doing. I'm doing the talent show again this year. So um, if people want to be involved in that, you need to come see me at my booth. Not at morning meeting. I I, I will announce it and talk about it at morning meeting. But um, I have I leave all of my stuff so that I don't detract from everything else that's happening morning meeting. I'll. Uh, People come back to my booth, and, and I'll uh, talk to them about it there. All right. All right. I'm not leading any rituals this year, and the number of workshops this year was reduced rather considerably. Right. And uh, so I'm not doing any um, official workshops this year. I, I had two that I could have done. So I, I may just do an informal thing at my, at my vending booth. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, and this year is a, a, a slower pace, which is good because, We've not had an in-person festival for two years, and so this will really give people the opportunity to meet and greet and get to know each other. Yeah, we need. We, there's a lot of catching up to do. Absolutely. So tell me about your album, Poetry of Wonder. Well, um, uh, it was my first CD, and, um, you know, I had been writing songs for that uh album for a very long time um at the time i was still really rooted in emerald rose and there were songs that 
Um, uh, the, the other guys at Emerald Joe's just didn't feel like it was right for them um, for a variety of reasons. And the tune, actually, for the title cut, Poetry Wonder, I had had the, I had the guitar work for that bouncing around in my head for 10 years. And, and mm-hmm. finally word came for it. Um, and it is set in the first branch of the Mabinogi. Uh, it is a song uh, about Rhiannon, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when Pwith meets her, um, he's on the top of Adabeth, and it's said of the Mound of Adabeth that if you spend the night on Adabeth, you'll be found in the morning uh, mad, dead, or having seen a wonder. Um, and so that's where the refrain from that song comes from. Um, I just had a CD come out right now that's... Um, sort of a soundtrack for the audiobook The Healer's Choice that Catherine wrote and um, mm-hmm. Liz Wiley just narrated. Uh, my next CD, I may redo Poetry of Wonder, the song, because I'm going to tell the story that uh, flows into it on the next yeah. CD. And the next CD in general is going to be based around Rhiannon and the first branch of the Mabinogi. Um, oh, although yeah. there will be other things in well. As well, kind of, kind of like I did with uh, Radiant Brow. Mm-hmm. Well, from author's album Poetry of Wonder, let's hear the title song Poetry of Wonder. Bliss. 
actually and truly was first take improvisational letting the Alwyn flow, period. You are so kidding. That is the, I didn't redo it. I didn't rethink it. Well, the only thing I recorded was the very last note because I went really low, and I didn't quite hit it the way I wanted to, so I had to re-sing that low note. But other than that, uh, me and everybody who listens to Dancing the Fire, um, we are experiencing that like in the moment. So that was a pretty cool experience. And that only happens because I have my own home studio. Um, I don't think I would have been able to take that chance at, you know, 200 bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that leads us into our next song. Let's hear from the album Dance in the Fire. Let's hear the song Dance in the Fire. Okay.
Let the hour fill you Let light inspire Embrace the silence Sing our desire Stand in the moment Dance in the fire Stand in the moment Dance in the fire Let the hour fill you Let light inspire Embrace the silence But then, well, I, okay, I did the first verse in one take. Yeah. Uh, and then but I had to go back and figure out what the hell I'd done and what chords <laughs> went with it. And then how to make the rest of the song into a song. Um, uh, so the rest of it took a while because I had to kind of match what I'd done extemporaneously. So it was, it was <laughs> a lot of work to be that spontaneous. <laughs> listeners um in years past um now you get to see um the musicians in all kinds of settings there's usually an afternoon concert there's a main concert there's late night which is actually one of my favorites because people are loosened up what kinds of ways can they see you at psd this year author talk us a little bit about that you know i have to tell you uh none of us ever know when we're playing until we get the schedule at the same time you guys do. And that's, that's the so truth. Now, uh, you know, I'm one guy. I'm not a band. So I would. my guess is I'm not playing uh, Saturday night after the big ritual. That's probably going to be a band. Uh, other than that, I have no clue. Not the foggiest. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll float on the ocean. That's so funny. But typically, in the years past, you've different different venues. You've done, you know, afternoon, you've done late night. And it's nice because um, typically musicians have a little different flavor in each type of venue. Right. Well, like, like if I do um, a smaller area, then I'll tell a lot of stories. And, um, right. I mean, my performance in that case is almost like a little mini musical. I'll tell a story and then which will flow into a song, which will flow into more of the story. And, like, I can tell, um, I mean, you played earlier the a piece of the, the tale of Clay and Bloodwith, um Right. From the fourth branch. And then I, I tell that whole story punctuated by song. Um, but that doesn't work on a big stage because so often right. when you're talking, this is so I, it doesn't work on a big – it has to be a little more intimate before I can tell stories like that. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny. I am not, as opposed to my partner who would stay up all night, I tend to be go to bed at 945 asleep by 10 kind of girl. But I yep. will tell you at PSD I may take a nap, and I've been known to take my PJs on 
but I love the 11 o'clock. I love the late night concerts because people generally loosened up and they've had a good day and they're tired themselves and it's just fun. They tell yeah, they those really tend stories. to be unplugged and um, uh, very much storytelling gigs for me. So that's that's when you'll hear the tales from the Mabinogi. Um Absolutely. So I actually have that, started recording. Yeah, I actually have started recording my next CD, which um, uh, it won't be out for a while. Um, it's going to be called Chief of Riddles, I think. I think is the mm-hmm. next title of it. And as I said, it has a uh, five or six songs uh, based around the first branch of the Mabinogi, as well as two poems that are soundtracked. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, now I, I'm right. starting something new, um, and it's gonna it's gonna pop up just after PSG, I think. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I'm gonna. It's more like a subscription service. I'm gonna start a Patreon page, and every week oh, I'm gonna nice. put up a story. Um, uh, once a month, there's gonna be a big video. Um, I'm gonna put up. Uh, uh, once a week, a song with chords. Um, so it's it's going to be, uh, like I said, a, a subscription service for everything that I do and what I am. I'm a very geeky fellow. There are going to be some D&D videos popping up. There are going to be spiritual stuff. Um, I have uh, already recorded half the videos for a series on what I call the Charges of the Goddess. Um, mm mm-hmm. Uh, so so that that'll pop up. So I'm really excited about that. So look for that in July. Absolutely. Do you know? So are you going to have different levels, or do you know anything yet? Yep, yep, yep. The first level is just going to be very very basic, and and you'll be able to right. see the songs with chords, and then up from there you'll see um, uh, the, the the early versions of songs before they pop up anywhere else. Plus, I, there's some songs I have that I'm just not sure if they're ever going to be comfortable on one of my big CDs. So maybe that right. I release into Patreon and, and maybe nowhere else. So, you know, yeah. we'll just let that roll. Um, like like um, in my most uh, – I'm currently writing the sequel to Catherine's book, The Healer's Choice. The sequel is called <laughs> The Healer's Resolve. And um, I reached a scene that she had written most of this particular scene but not not mm-hmm. all of it and um there's a scene where they walk into a um a throne room and a music mm-hmm. there's a, a musician there uh singing a ballad and uh it says ballad here <laughs> so, oh, that's so I went, yeah i went digging into some of her work and found two stanzas of a um, a seafaring ballad, um, and mm-hmm. so I stuck those stanzas there. But then I became intrigued by the whole thing, and I wrote a very long ballad, and um, that tells a story of uh, um, Karina Daystar, who's a, a sea preacher from an alternative universe. Um, mm-hmm. And and I I don't think that's going to fit in any of my big CDs, but um, I I can't leave it unrecorded so i'm going to release it somewhere and it's going to start on patreon so that's that's where anyone can first hear but that's that's going to be a couple of months before that pops up oh i think that's fun yeah it's funny because um um over the course um 
COVID changed the landscape for uh, a lot of creative people, not just musicians, but also authors. And um, uh, I had many of folk on the last two years who had Patreon pages, and I had someone in particular who said the Patreon page paid her electric bill, that she would have had to quit making music and got a mundane job had it not been for that. So I think it's a wonderful, wonderful way that you can support the artists that you love. Well, it's not just that. I mean, I, I really is – I'm going to treat it as a subscription service. I mean, you're, you're, you're not giving me money. You're receiving a monthly product, Good and you're paying yeah. a monthly fee for it. Um, yeah. That's the way I'm approaching it. It's not – you're not helping me pay my, my bills. I'm, this is another <laughs> kind of product I'm creating, and you're buying it. So, <laughs> I mean, yes, that's you'd be having to pay my bills, but that's, that's not how I'm approaching it. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to give you value for your that. dollar. Absolutely. Well, we're going to uh, play um, uh, Dave and Jeanette, our sound engineers and mine. One of our, it's a fun song off of your uh, Poetry of Wonder album, Do the Round Thing. So let me tell you about that. Um, okay. My, but when, when I first started it, as a baby pagan, lo these many years ago, um, my uh, high priestess was a temp in New York City, and uh-huh. um, she would uh, call uh, from her place of work and say things like, um, all right, uh, we're going to do the round thing tonight, yes? Because clearly people oh, were, so- were listening to her. And we would say, yes, right. okay, I will meet you at the round thing. And uh, and so years later, that just stuck in my head, and that was where this song came from, from from my life. That is so fun. Well, let's hear Do the Round Thing. Well, I'm a working still, nine to five, cubicle, cold and tired. We use a secret code. I sit in my cube, dial up and hear the telephone ring. I hear voices say tonight, tonight, come on. Let's do the round thing. And we'll go round and around and around and around. Calling on a lady's name. Invoking the God with the chanting sound. Baby, leap on the sacred flame. We'll power up. Raise a call to the spirits join and sing. Come on, let's do the round thing. Come on, let's do the round thing. Well, I'm off of work and on the road in the daily interstate dance. I'm burning tired, sick of the grind, got coffee stains on my pants. I look up in the sky and find I'm smiling. The rising moon seems to call, come 
chanting sound Take a leap on the sacred flame Well, power up We'll raise a cone To the Spirit's joy and sing Come on Let's do the round thing Come on Let's do the round thing My chosen family The risen moon Shines her love Paint silver everything We join hands In magic work Come on Let's do the round thing And we'll go round And around and around and around Call on our lady's name Invoking the God With the chanting sound Gave a leap on the sacred flame We'll power up Raise a cone to the Spirit's joy and sing. Come on, let's do the right thing. Come on, let's do the round thing. Come on, let's do the round thing. Do it. Arthur. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And You're very and welcome. I, I'm on. sorry I missed the first half of it. Well, you were with us because we told stories about you and, and played your music. <laughs> 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 so your ears are probably burning. Anyway. Yeah, I can't wait to see everybody at PSG. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, we're probably going to hug maybe a little too long. Uh. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, it's... It has special significance because the last two years have been hard on everyone, and we've we've done virtual, but it's not the same as getting together. So this is going to be very exciting for everybody to be able to be together. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Well, travel safe, my friend, and thank I will. you very much. It's not long. It's not long. There you go. Well, besides Arthur, I want to thank Dave and Jeanette Ewing, our sound engineers, for their technical expertise. And I'd like to thank all of you out there, our listeners, for your continued support of all of our shows here on Circle Century Network Podcast, or CSNK. In these turbulent times, keeping a sense of positivity can seem like an unattainable speech. Join us on June 21st on Circle Talk as we talk with author Lisa Wagner about her book, Positive Pagan, which will show you techniques to create a core of positivity it will improve your magical practice and your life. So please join. I look forward to being with you all again, so please come back. Good night, everyone. Blessed be. There's a path we walk through mystery. There's a fog that parts for the soul. For the heart that echoes an old light. An ancient, still smoldering coal. Lift your ears and find the singing 
that the words may tumble at first. Let the music teach its meaning. Let the whispers slake your thirst. Reach out and touch the faded. Reach up and know you belong. Through half-lidded eyes, embrace it. This time-worn sacred song. From a distant wild wood, I hear a siren song. Moonlight shines on my face and pulls my soul along. With a pulsing, throbbing drum that draws my silent feet, I long to rise and answer. And dance a pagan beat. Pagan beat. Raise up your hands for the goddess. Raise up your feet for the god. See all around you is sacred and holy where you trod. Raise up your voice for the old ones. Raise up your soul above. They bring it down in joy and manifest your love. Your feet 
full of God. See all around you is sacred and holy where you trod. Raise up your voice for the old ones and raise your soul above. Let's bring it down in joy and manifest your love with pagan bees. Pagan bees. Where the pagan bees. joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connected to the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash csnpodcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings.